Hello, hello. Welcome to Tea for Lunch, a weekly show powered by Arcade. Is it already Thursday? That's right. Every week, we'll serve you the top stories we're following in social media, entertainment, celebrity, and tech in 15 minutes or less. You can catch the show live right now on Instagram or TikTok. Thursdays at about 12 Mountain Standard Time on all podcast providers, including YouTube, on Fridays. We're your hosts this week, Mike and Mitzi. Hello. Mitzi said specifically before this that she wanted me to talk faster, and I didn't. You didn't, and that bothered me. (laughs) So let's speed it up, okay? I am who I am. I'm very happy to be here because I'm fresh off a big, huge kickball win. I am proud to say that I'm an athlete. This is my hag. Better at 35 than ever. (laughs) Literally. I have never been like the athletic type. I'm sure that's to no surprise for anyone, but I felt really good last night. I caught the game-winning ball and prevented the other team from scoring. In what sport? Kickball. Wow. I'm so proud. It was so fun. That is. Yeah, I'm proud too. All season, we were like – Learning the rules as we went, and this particular team was kind of a stickler for rules, so we lost pretty badly last time we played them, so it felt extra good to beat them, you know? And, and it was a playoff That team game. wasn't even a stickler for rules. They just like to exploit nuance in their advantage. Totally. So we got them. So this is what it must feel like for LeBron James on the regular. Like, every day he must like— He doesn't win these days. Well, I guess, but whatever. You're the Any, joker. Any type of like big athlete, they just must feel like so proud every like in every room they walk into. Yeah, you came home and it took all night for you to come down from that. <laughs> Literally, yeah. Literally, I was like jazzed up. I, I was like, oh, I finally got both kids to bed, and you're like, I won. I was like, Wah! I caught the ball. But. Yeah, I felt really good. It was our last game though, so now no more sports. Dang back it. to being a civilian. Are we going to do the run it back with dodgeball this fall? Or I think so. I think it'd be fun. I think people are talking about other sports to play because there's a variety of sports options. So we'll see. The thing is, I feel like at the end of dodgeball, we were just getting the hang of dodgeball and starting to win. And now at the end of kickball, we were just getting the hang of kickball and starting to win. So like, maybe we need to stick with one. I'm so we with can you. actually dominate. You know? But there's talks about doing a multi-sport league, which would be a different sport every week. And that, to me, just sounds like a recipe for failure. Sounds like, yeah. But one of the sports is basketball, which I feel like people also on our team— Also a recipe for failure. <laughs> some people <laughs> on our team would be good at it, so we'll see. We all still think we're in high school, but it ain't, it ain't we? facts. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Um, outside of that, it's been a week, big week over here. We mm. launched Wave Season 6. Um, our other podcast, if you are a regular listener of Tea for Lent, I highly recommend you go check out Waves. You would probably enjoy it. It's a marketing-focused podcast. We interview amazing guests, people that we want to learn from, and we're experts in our space. So, yeah, new season is up. Yeah, I feel like when we started Tea for Lunch, we defined it internally as like Waves is like fine dining and Tea for Lunch is like fast food. <laughs> so, I mean, some people just prefer fast food, but... I feel like everyone likes fine dining now and then. So just totally go and enjoy a few courses of goodness on Absolutely. Wave Season 6. I like it. And the first episode is a solo episode. So if you want more of us, or if you don't want more of us, just wait till next week. <laughs> but if you want more of us, go listen to this week's episode. It was a Something treat. for everyone. Yeah, we got a free download in there too. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, check it out. Yeah, it's a good one. I feel really proud. It looks really good. We have full video episodes on YouTube, which is... 
wow, that's a lot of work. We've been working a few seasons to get to this point, and mm-hmm. finally we did. And it, some people might say, why is it so complicated? Like, you just record video, and then you upload it to YouTube. It is not that easy. It's not that easy. Like, it's a lot of editing, but also, being that most of the interviews are remote, that adds more complexities, like streaming video, and people's internet connection, and mics, and all that kind of stuff. So, mm-hmm. the fact that our team got us here feels like a big accomplishment. And it all looks so good. Like we have new branding. We have new original music in the actual episodes. Like if you were vibing to that, that was made in-house by Harrison. Very impressed. Yeah. So lots of good stuff happening over at Waves. Go check it out. If you're on our YouTube channel, you can see full episodes there. Or you can look up Waves on any podcast streaming platform. And hit subscribe and leave us a review especially. Do that, Big yes. Time. Big time. It really helps in the charts, especially yes. on Apple. Yes. Um, outside of that, this has been a really quiet week for us because we literally have nothing to watch on TV. I was going to say, like, how has this been a quiet <laughs> it's week? It's been a very but you full just mean week. From an entertainment from perspective. From a content perspective. From a content consumption consumption perspective. perspective true. Yeah, we'd be doing a lot, but um, we got nothing to watch. So <laughs> there's nothing good <laughs> on TV. Slide into our DMs, send us some TV recommendations. We what do we like? We have just we're what watching we Silo. Like? What do you like? Which has and then been what do I a like? Departure from the usual. Mm-hmm. Um, you we both loved Mad Men. We both loved yes. Game of Thrones. We both loved. <gasps> Speaking of Mad Men, <gasps> did you hear that John Hamm got married? To a Mad Men extra. So do you remember in the final episode um, where he was at the hotel and there was that girl with braids and it inspired his like Coke commercial? He married that girl with braids. Wow. Anyways, it's a deep cut reference for anyone who watches Mad Men. Yeah, Mitzi could not recover from the end of that show. I loved that season or that whole show. But anyways, yeah, give us a good show to watch. Yeah, there's nothing good on. Um, Should we get into the sip? Let's do it. First up, the SIP. Uh, these are the top like big stories that are happening in the world of social media and marketing in just a bite-sized little format. So here we go. In response to the Canadian government's Online News Act, Meta intends to remove the availability of all news content from Facebook and Instagram in Canada. Elsewhere on Meta, the platform is expanding the Reels ads to Instagram, which is previously exclusive just to Facebook. Facebook has also launched an in-app creator education academy. Uh, On the other side of the internet, Twitter has rolled out 25,000 character tweets for Twitter Blue subscribers, and it's testing a two-column timeline, which would be very crazy. In the world of TikTok, the platform is now allowing users to add up to 4,000 characters in their descriptions, and that's up from 220, sorry, 2,200. (laughs) Why can't I read that number? Yeah, 2,200. And finally, in a move that nobody asked for, Mark Zuckerberg and Elon Musk are tossing threats back and forth about a cage match. These aren't threats. This thing's happening. I know. Apparently, it's happening in Vegas at the, what's it called? The Octagon? Yeah. And Elon Musk, I think, is training with Mark Zuckerberg's mixed martial arts trainer, which is also kind of funny. Like, why not get your own guy, you know? Well, he's probably trying to learn his moves because, so when we originally talked about this, I think everyone, like, I think that Elon Musk is obviously the one to beat. Like, he's the one who's going to beat Mark Zuckerberg, in my opinion. But then you told me that Mark Zuckerberg's like a jujitsu 
yeah, he's like winning mixed martial arts competitions. He did this like super crazy iconic workout in like a really short period of time that everyone was amazed about. Um, but then on Elon's side, he's a big boy. He was joking on Twitter that he has this move called the walrus where he just lays on top of the other person and doesn't move, <laughs> which sounds suffocating. Um, and he also has mentioned that he's he's been in a lot of intense street fights growing up. So, I Yikes. mean, both have potential. I think the street fights part really puts me over the edge to like double down on Elon Musk. Because I feel like he looks scrappy and he could play dirty. Like Mark Zuckerberg to me gives like, he might have like, the physical, like, proper moves down, but will he get, like, someone down who can fight dirty? I don't know. Time will tell. Yeah, I definitely want to watch this. I know, like, it's it's just so silly and dumb, but I feel like it'll be funny to watch. Just the social media dads going head-to-head. Like, why, but also, okay. Speaking of why, I want to know why all of these social platforms are adding so many characters. Like, it's true. Who needs 25,000 characters on Twitter, first of all? Do we really need to be publishing articles in people's feeds? Second of all, on TikTok, like why, why match that energy on TikTok? Why do we need 4,000 character descriptions on a video post you mm-hmm. know, when people are scrolling so quickly? So I don't know who's asking for this. Is there truly demand or is it just kind of this like weird search-based race? I don't know. Yeah, it's so interesting because even on Instagram, they've said that like reels with long captions perform better than reels that don't have long captions. So yeah, there is there seems to be a move for more long form written content. Maybe it's because everyone like is learning how to use chat GPT. They can just add more. So it's, I don't know, more context to everything. Mm. Context in social is important. Yes. Food for thought. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> yeah, and then the bill... Bill C-18, I think, is an interesting one. Like, really what it comes down to is the government wanted um, Meta and Google to pay these news sources for sharing their news on these platforms, which was not well-received by Meta or Google. And there's precedent for this in Australia and New Zealand, where the governments there made a similar, uh, passed a similar bill, and Meta, and I believe Google also pulled out. Um so, yeah, it's interesting. News is going to go away on the platform. I feel like it's going to be a bit of a kind of like a standoff. Yeah. When they say that news is going away, what do they mean? Because if it's the like news articles that you see on the side of your Facebook, that's already going away. They're like shutting that down completely. So From what, what I'm understanding, like news platforms on the platform can't link out to their content. Oh, okay. Well, that's definitely like yeah. a shakeup. Yeah, because otherwise, if so, Meta would be forced to pay them to compensate mm-hmm. them for those stories. For those links. Mm-hmm. So we'll see what happens with that standoff. Just another thing in the world of social media and politics. You want to move on to stories? Let's do it. For our main story, YouTube is making it easier for creators to choose a thumbnail that performs. They're currently testing out a test and compare feature that will allow users to upload up to three thumbnails for a single video. So this is essentially like the A-B test, but for organic YouTube content. Um, I think a lot of creators have said on social, but also there's been a lot of research and polling done to say that a lot of people spend a lot of time thinking about which thumbnail to use, which one will perform the best. So being able to offer this in-platform A-B testing feature rather than trying to use some hacky third party to to gamify it kind of, um, 
I think it'll be well received and will probably just improve performance across the board. I'm curious, they haven't talked about this, but I'm curious if they're testing thumbnails and adding features like that, though it's just in beta right now. I wonder if they'll also explore features around headlines and stuff like that as hmm. well. Because why not? It feels like the other side of the coin. You know, thumbnail is part of it, but also your your headline is a big part of Couldn't AI just like tell us what our headline should be? It could, but that doesn't guarantee performance on the platform. It could right. give us its best recommendation. Right, but isn't that what this would be too? Like its best recommendation? Or is it oh, actually— Oh, you're not talking about like chat GPT. You're talking about no. like building an AI feature? Right. Yeah, I assume that there's some AI component to this. Interesting. But it's also going to use all three of the options that you give it and like see how people act, how it actually performs in real time and then choose the winner. Kind of like an A-B, A-B test testing. in meta. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. Like I feel like they should have been doing this a while ago. But cool. Yeah. It's kind of like Google Performance Max, potentially. Like that's, yeah. It feels like that's where we're going, where you could give a few headline options, a few thumbnail options, and it could match them all together in different combinations until it gets a winner. Yeah, I feel like with all the amount of videos that are on YouTube, plus all the data that Google owns, like they should just be telling you what to post. Like They should be telling you, here's the headline to use, here's the description, and then it should tell you like within, I don't know, six hours, this isn't performing well, so here's what you should do instead. Like that kind of stuff. Or they should be able to measure, like, you're getting this many clips, clicks from search based on your thumbnail, so you should do this for the next one. Like, I don't see why they wouldn't be doing that. Yeah, if it stays at that level, yeah, I think that could be really helpful. But then you just wonder where they, where you draw the line as far as, like, is the platform literally just going to tell me what to post? And then mm, true. it's all just about clickbait and not right. about quality content. Well, Want to do the next one? Let's do it. So next, Rihanna has... So- resigned as the CEO of lingerie brand Savage X Fenty. Rihanna originally launched the brand in 2018 with investors including French luxury conglomerate LVMH. In 2021, Savage X Fenty has a $1 billion evaluation and the company is reporting that Rihanna will stay in a leadership position at the company as executive chair. But former Anthropology Group CEO Hillary Super became the new CEO as of June 26th and she previously worked with guests American Eagle Gap and Old Navy so she's got a great resume and, and a I great think last name great super if you want to be a CEO she's got like, a super last name super is a good last name imagine just being Miss Super yeah it's like your last name being power right or like pain no <laughs> well, pain's pretty dope pain's okay you should thank me later <laughs> Well, I think this is such a good mood for Rihanna. Like, I, I think the fact that she's still going to be involved is important, obviously, because she's such a big part of the brand. You can see her touch all over the product, all over the creative, all over the marketing. It just makes sense for her to be there. But, like, not everyone should be a CEO. Like, being a CEO, although it feels like really – it's, like, glamorized in our culture, it's actually kind of a <laughs> – Sucky job, no offense. (laughs) But you have to do a lot of boring stuff. So I just don't think everyone's cut for it. I know I'm not. So I'm just really glad that I have appointed a CEO who has a great resume as well. And a okay last name. Sucky jobs. Have you have you heard of the strategy director role? That sounds terrible. (laughs) This is not a dig. I'm being serious. Because there's a lot of creatives who create really cool brands, really great businesses, but then where it 
it's hard is doing the actual CEO work, which is like learning how to scale a business and creating structure and having like teams put into place and being a good leader. Like not everyone is cut out for that and that's okay. So I think Rihanna acknowledging that like her best impact for her business in this sense is not the CEO. I think that's actually such a great move. Yeah, couldn't have said it better. Let's wrap this up. I I could use a vacation. (laughs) Okay, CEO. Well, now that we've met your palate. Go eat something more substantial. (laughs) Cheers to you. Thanks for being my CEO.